Look, I didn't want to be a half-blood. If you're listening to this because you think you might be one, my advice is close your app right now. Being a half-blood is dangerous. It's scary. Most of the time, it gets you killed in painful, nasty ways. I'm your Dungeon Master, Matt Williams. Uh, my name is Alan Coates. Um, I'm Petrie. I'm Matt Finnemore. I'm Galen. Hi, I'm BJ, and I'm Calistrate McGivens. I'm Bobby, and I'm playing Lyra Ember Tamore. This is Dice and Demigods. Last time on Dice and Demigods, our heroes did a little bit of shopping with a pirate, Peter, before venturing off into the Everglades. Though they were guided by Hecate's Astrolab, they still ran into a giant crocodile, who nearly took on the team and then was defeated very quickly. Still, the heroes managed to make it all the way to the Bog of Fortune, where they found signs telling them to leave their weapons behind. What this bog holds, the heroes don't know. Let's find out together. Uh, so the entrance to this garden, gnome, emporium, and fortune tellers is this path here. Um, you do see um, what, I almost said BJ, but right now you're Cali. Um, <laughs> you see a number of statues spread around this area. Um, the giant, like, minotaur, like, the biggest of the statues by far is almost, like, in front of here, holding pots and plants and stuff like that. And the other ones are sort of scattered across the ground. Right. Uh, I, yeah, I was told by my mom that I need to talk to the woman. So if the statues start attacking me... I don't, I don't think they will. I think we'll be okay. I mean, all of her weapons are away, so... And also... Unless she's just really rude. I mean, yeah, that would be rude. I mean, I definitely look at the statues as we walk this by. This is causing yeah. me physical pain. Um, but I just want to be like... Do you need, do you need that's to my be, game plan. Do you need to be taken care of? Uh, I, I can wrap you up if you need no, it. No, it's fine. It's Emotional, fine. mental pain. You, you said um, physical pain. They probably could have used you when the pirate had a tentacle growing out of his back. <laughs> just like, maybe be on your guard. Yeah. I'm not expecting her to be happy. Don't, well, yeah. But... Don't like... It's hard to be an island. Oh, Speaking of which, I'm going to use the healer's kit so to like, like, wrap up my arm. It's yeah. like a blinded so you can, you can woman, front, right? Like, she's you, blind. Use the healer's kit, no problem. In theory. Five points. Maybe she's blind emotionally. Could be. I mean, she is mm-hmm. scorned. Yeah. Right? Burned. Right? By, burned by heroes. So, mm. then, uh, then let's just do... I, I think it's a good idea that we just go in peacefully. I think. Approach. Don't do what I did. Cautiously. Mm. Cautious. Mm. Peace. Peaceful. Yeah. Peacefully. Cautious. Peacefully cautious. Just, just, just and you know, yeah. if you were to approach someone cautiously and peaceful, some would say you would have your head bowed. Oh, like a, like oh, like avoid looking at her because she's gonna turn me to stone. Correct. You guys approach heads just, down, taking dodge actions every oh. every round. She no, I was gonna walk up to the door, and if I wanted Actually, to just listen. Wait, what if? And I just like untuck my whistle. It's night time. Never mind. I'm gonna look at where the door is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna close my eyes and trust in my ability to walk in straight lines. I'm just gonna be like left. 
I'm just gonna write. I kind of just want to like left. like grab like her left. shoulder and just keep like keep going straight. Tug her shirt. Keep going straight. Left, <laughs> left and right. Keep going. And I'm walking to the door. You're, you're like five feet away. I'm listening that if anything attacks me. Um, as you guys walk forward, right Lyra doesn't see this because her eyes are closed. Um, as you pass like <laughs> the first um, like human statues, they like one of them is holding a spear, one of them is holding a sword. Their eyes open, but they don't do anything. You guys continue on. There's another pair. Of I don't know if anyone's statues. following me, but I am. Just um, one has like a mohawk helmet on, holding a spear. As you guys approach, eyes open. You probably would be freaked out if you no motion. Open, is, it, is it is it a stone spear? Um, I want to roll a luck check. It is not. Is it gold? It looks to be gold. Um, so as you guys approach, um, the statues, like kind of as you get closer to the building, they're like more well made. So like you hit, like you get to like these two um, uh, satyr statues with like cudgels in their hands. Um, they open their eyes, do nothing. Finally, once you get up to the building, this minotaur statue holding these potted plants in his arms opens his eyes. And stomps his foot once. Ooh, and the stop. door ahead of you. Uh, okay. Creaks okay. open. Okay. And this tall, slight figure of a woman wearing, like, the old person dark sunglasses steps onto the patio. I immediately bow with my head down. It is an oh. honor to see you. It's not often we get trustworthy heroes. Hey, um, uh, hello. What? what business do you have with Medusa? Um, um, hello. I, my name is Lyra, I think. Um, but, are, oh, um, I'm nervous now. Um, question for you. Would someone ever refer to you? We are looking for the woman commonly referred to Maybe not commonly, but sometimes referred to as the blind mistress. Because... Is that what they call me now? I, I don't know, but <clears throat> I was told that you guard the fates and that you have information about the underground. That's not what it's called. The, <laughs> the railroad. The labyrinth. The labyrinth. <laughs> underground railroad again. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. But my mother... Who no. told you that? Um, you know, uh, she's called Nemesis um, because that's who she is. Uh, also, four of you? Helios. Yes. Four of us and, and a wolf bracelet. Come inside. <laughs> and she enters into the building. Oh. Okay. Hold on to me, Lyra. Hold on to me. I'm gonna, we're walking forward and we're walking inside. Um, so you guys enter into this building. Um, it feels like it's a fortune teller's hut. It's almost what you would expect. There are there's a lot of incense kind of burning in this room. It's not very well lit in this kind of entry hall, but there are a lot of like plush couches and some cushions and things spread throughout the room. It's all very like heavy and dense with like fabrics and tapestries draped kind of around. Um, 
Uh, there are a few statues and stuff kind of spread throughout here, mostly of animals and things like that. Um, this woman, Medusa, um, walks inside and sits in like a very simple looking um, carved chair um, with like a carving of like snake heads as the armrests and like the backrest of the chair. Badass. Um, as you kind of like get closer and you see her like up close rather than silhouetted, um, you see she has like a headscarf tied on to her head and she keeps these glasses on inside. Um, yeah, we, I, I... Have a, have a seat. Yes. Children. She says. <laughs> um, we also found the information from, from, from Helios when we went to go visit him. Um, question for you. Do you know of him? There's a reason they say I was scorned by the gods. I don't have much love for yeah. any of them. Mm-hmm. I can name a few that I like least, least of all. Could uh, you name them for me really quick? <laughs> um, I would say that Aphrodite is up there. Mm-hmm. Athena, mm-hmm. Poseidon, mm-hmm. Zeus. Mm-hmm. I have no quill with Helios. But when it comes to the gods, Nemesis was different. I agree. T. She had no reason to um, be as kind as she was, but she gave me the station, she gave me a purpose, here in a place where the gods will have difficulty finding me. Uh, And in truth, that's all I could really ask for. Uh, You said your mother sent you. Yes, um, there seems to be a lot of really bad things going on. I don't know how invested you are or care, but if you care, we'll tell you. But um, we need to be able to traverse the labyrinth uh, to travel quickly. Um, And we know that you have secrets. If you're going to the labyrinth, it is a dangerous path. And she takes her glasses off. I look down. And cool. Um, And um, it's not one that you should tread lightly. If it's that important to all you all, speak with the fates first. And yes, I can give you a way to traverse the labyrinth as a token of my appreciation for Nemesis who sent you. I owe her much more than that, but perhaps it will be a start. Two things. Of Um, course. One, we have, um, we were uh, basically chartered uh, to deliver this uh, gift from uh, Captain Blackbeard. As a uh, peace treaty again, we're the messengers. I don't know what that's we between know, y'all. Saying, but we we're just have... dropping it off. Yep. Um, but here it is. Here's the rum. Uh, uh, she'll she tell like, if you like offer it up to her, she takes it from your hand. Um, <laughs> he is a bit of an imbecile, but well, he's a man. I, he's got a punch. I can't say that it's his fault. Um, what was your name? Oh, uh, Calistrate. Blackbeard and I find ourselves 
Similar victims of circumstance. Look at me, young man. I know why you look away. I've been looking at her the whole time. Callie, I, I got her. She'll look at her. Um, her eyes are white. Oh, like she's blind. Like, you look and there, you don't turn to stone. There is nothing. I was given powers by the gods and they took it away. My scars are on the outside. Blackbeards are somewhere in his mind. Being a son of Ares for this long takes its toll. Pillaging Cersei's palace even if you were a prisoner for centuries. Gods don't let things go. Hmm. Often the most powerful are the worst. That's why I came here. The trees, water of the Florida Everglades, can hide me from most. Even Zeus himself can't look upon this place because his lightning can't strike it. You all proved yourself trustworthy. Nothing to fear in this place. Blackbeard's pirates weren't as wise as you, so they needed to be punished, but I have no qualms forging a treaty or a parley, as this note says, <laughs> with no. Blackbeard. You can tell him that if you don't mind it or bring a message for me. Yeah. Can I keep looking? Can I just like look uh, around? Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. if you don't want to sit down, you can kind of just like, oh, no, I'm like nervously I'm like pace. Sitting down, but I just want to mm-hmm. like keep looking. Uh, like, not like keeping. Away the second thing I wanted to say. Of course. Sorry about that. Oh, no, you're fine. Uh, yeah. I just wanted to say, um, I, I know about you, your story, uh, your legend, really. Uh, make a history check with advantage as you're, as you're, as you're thinking this. Yeah. Great. We love that. That's an eight. Never mind. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, um, that was, that was hot garbage. What happened to you? That's not, it wasn't your fault. I do appreciate that calistrate. Uh, I believe it may, be, may have taught me a lesson or two about trust. Mm. Who to put my faith in. Uh, not man. With that in mind. <laughs> well. Uh, preach it, sister. <laughs> uh, that being said, as you go speak with the fates, they are almost unbelievably powerful. Um, they can make promises. They can do things for you occasionally. Um, but it often comes with a cost. Not one damning to you necessarily, mm. but the sort of magic they wield is older than time itself. Um, they're not trying to trick you, they're not trying to outwit you, but there's cost for their magic. No, oh, yeah, you'd be rewriting time. Oh, cool. Uh, make an investigation it. check as you kind of walk around, Petrie. I do have a question. I saw that you're signed. Uh says uh, things about gnomes, but also about fortune-telling, and... Yes. I'm interested, how do you tell someone's fortune? Is it with cards, palm reading, is it... Well, I mean, I don't know if it's her or if it's the The things. garden gnomes are my speciality. Uh, people who come in here trying to uh, steal treasures from me or try to kidnap the fates for one deity or another. 
you notice my lawn decorations. Um, the fortune telling happens in the next room. The fates themselves. Oh, they're here. Speaking of your lawn decoration. Yes, of course. I happen to notice this lovely warrior with a gold spear. Yes. Um, Harold, I believe, from Camp Jupiter. Mm. He was sent by some emperor to try to win the favor of the fates. Terrible boy. Sounds ridiculous. Um, could I maybe have his spear? I will give you this cold sword. <laughs> <laughs> it's the frozen sword. <laughs> is this a snowman? <laughs> it is. <laughs> and it does cold damage. Surprisingly. Cool. Uh, I'm... Perhaps we can work out a deal after you speak with the fates. Okay, yeah, um, okay. They'll want to speak to each of you. Just um, to, like, put that in there. I'm actually individually, very, of course. I'm actually very excited, ma'am, to find out about these fates and fortunes. Um, and what did you say your name was? Uh, Galen. And I just Galen. stick my hand out without, like, oh wait, sorry. you're not looking. Yeah, I'm not looking. Just Galen. Uh, uh, lovely, uh, of course, Galen. Welcome. Um, and you. Um, you would stick your hand out to a blind person. Blind person. Like, because, like, she's so good. I saw her turn, like, her head towards you, and I'm just like, does she know? Does she not? I'm so and, confused. Uh, what is your name? I'm uh, Peter, but uh, you can call me Petrie. That's uh, very kind. Um, excellent. Um, I got a 16. Yes, the uh, fates do make a point of meeting with everyone who comes to this place. Um, they will offer to show you the lifeline of someone out in the world. It could be a friend, it could be family, it could be an enemy. Um, they control the time span of mortals and gods and demigods and the like. Um, they'll offer to show you one. Each? Yes. Or they'd like to see people individually. Um, so oh. This is the holding area of sorts. Um, so each of you can go in and meet with them. Um, Use that as an opportunity to gauge whether this quest, if it was dictated by the gods, if it's worth it to you. And uh, I can speak with you as you um, finish. And if it's what you have your heart set on, I can give you um, a way to navigate the labyrinth. Um, Kelly just goes, I'll, I'll go last. And she just opens up her book on the couch and starts reading. Cool. Um... Not that you guys need it again, but you could take a short rest while you're kind of like in this waiting room. Um, if you want to go, if there's first, stuff that you want to do, you no, can try. Wait, listen, we've yeah. been through a yeah. lot. Yeah. <laughs> we've been through a lot. Like, uh, oh yeah. Right. So right. let's 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 see if the fate. Where the rock paper scissors? Whoever loses goes first. Oh, you, us three. Yeah. Yeah, I exactly said I was going last. Kelly decided to sit back. Kelly jumped out. If you'd like to go first as well, you can compete with them. We don't want to go first. Oh, they don't want to go first. Well, yeah. well um, I, I don't know who's... the. Let's have everyone roll initiative. Oh, no. Um, that does seem unfair because people have different stats. Um, for this, whatever your primary stat is, use that. So probably charisma for Callie, strength for Petrie. Dexterity uh, or constitution. Dexterity or constitution, and dexterity for Lyra. Eight. Six. Oh, it's destined. <gasps> 13. 19. 21. Chosen. The only time ever I get good at <laughs> the only initiative roll that you've done well. Way to go! 
Um, so that's Lyra first. Callie was absolutely last. Um, what was your two? It's, it's 13. One, two, 19. Three. Oh, 19. Th- 19 yeah. Okay, cool. Petrie, Galen. Lyra, what are you? Yep. It always does. Um, uh, as they were, like, as people were kind of talking, you were kind of peeking around. Mm-hmm. Um, this room has a lot of trinkets inside. Um, like there aren't like weapons in the same way that like Blackbeard's uh, shop had them. Um, there are like a few little like statues and like gems and like stacks of like coins that don't look like drachma or like coins from this country or even this century. Um, it's almost like it's like a lifetime of relics and statues and things like that. Is it? Some are statues, like, because they were animal statues of, like, frozen creatures and things, but they're also, like, <clears throat> carvings and stuff like that. Um, I'm just really imagining, like, does it smell like mothballs? It's less, like, old lady smell and more, like, incense sage oh, In my head, it's like a... Like a... A den. It's like a gypsy okay. den. Patchouli. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Right. Yes, patchouli yeah. oils and things the like that. The girl who ends up moving to a farm. Yes. That, like, from. particularly draws my attention. Um, nothing that... Um, there are a few, like, things that kind of tie to, like, the natural, like, order of things. Nothing is, like, craftsmen like your father would find. Um, um, there are a few, like, gems that you see that kind of, like... You can feel the warmth from them, like mm-hmm. to do your connection to um, Vulcan, mm-hmm. like the god of the forge and everything. Um, so they seem to have some sort of magical glow to them. Um, so Lyra is first to meet the fates. And I'm just going to sit down with, this is uh, this is Medusa, correct? Yes, this is Medusa. Okay, and I'm just going to sit down with her and just kind of like have a light chat to see um, how life has um, been, things like that. Before you go in, I'm just going to be like, hey girl. Like reading my book, I'm like, just remember, we make our own fate. <laughs> make of that what you will. Bef- also, before you get into what's going to be a wonderful time. Take to them. What? Oh, I thought you were going to give them to us. Oh, no. Oh. No. Um, I was just going to do uh, another check for Seraphina. Oh, yeah, because you're at your short yeah. rest. Um, yeah, give me a Tinker Tools check again. Cool. Um, um, the DC this time is 10 no, because you've already tried one. once. Can okay. I roll is an it... intelligence check? Yes, while you read your book, you sure can. Yes, 15. Um, you get her popped back to life. I feel like there's like mini gears that start whirring. You know she's alive. Okay, perfect. You know she's... Capable. Yes. Okay, I just like tap. She's functioning again. Yeah, like... she's fun- yeah that's the perfect way to describe it. <laughs> 13 is my intelligence check. Um, 13 is you've tried to read this book a couple times. Um, you actually open, like, you just open the book in your lap and it falls to the Medusa page. Um, yeah. And, like, as Galen is waiting, kind of chatting with her, she says that, like, she was uh, killed a long time ago. She came back and she was killed by a hero, Percy Jackson. Um, went into Tartarus when the doors of death were open. She um, manages, managed to sneak her way out. She wasn't trying to burn anyone. Um, but the gods looked for her and punished her because of her actions in the past. Um, but she managed to find her way hiding here thanks to Nemesis. Um, so it's very much like the tales of old where she was burned by the gods have continued, but she's at peace now. Um, these are things as she's telling them to you, somehow they're also in your book. Um, with your um, lesser known gods and the rights they deserve, you have advantage on history checks to recall information about uh, lesser known deities. So basically, anybody besides the Olympians. We love nice. that. And while that's happening, I wish to ask you is there anything that you 
regret doing in life, whether it's talking to somebody or... I've punished quite a few demigods. I've turned people into statues, maybe regretted it for a time, but they had their use to me. Um, that's why there's the sign. It's a bit of a test so that there are fewer regrets. Um, occasionally someone will, in the olden days, people would stumble across, they'd um, have the wrong address and I'd turn them to stone for a century or two and then they'd overreact, but... Uh, I'm trying to be a bit kinder. That's why I left. let most of Blackbeard's pirates escape with their lives. Yeah, there's a lot of things I regret too. Lyra enters into this. Um, there's like a heavy door as you step in. Um, and this room is very dark and very cold and chilly in contrast to like the warmth and perfumes of the previous room. Mm-hmm. Um, inside, there is like a red light coming from a very simple circular table. And there are three um, elderly figures with like shrouds and hoods up sitting around a table. And as they, uh, as you enter, they like turn their heads. One of them grabs this glowing red light and puts it inside of their head. Ah, welcome. Hello. You who has yet to truly know yourself. Fair. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm, you're going to be meeting three other people, just so if there's like an energy. One of our favorite numbers. The one of the, like, three others. <laughs> and it passes it to the next person. Mm. Yeah, we, you like to see the lifeline of someone on this world. Yeah, does that, we heard that your powers are strong, um, that they do come at a cost. Is that one that comes at a cost? This is one we offer. Okay. Free of charge. First one's free, the business model we were told on this plane. I don't know if they're gonna ask about it, but one of the people you see has someone important in his life and I don't really have anyone that I want to know in a, for a good reason. Um, I only know one that I don't know is dead or not. Any reason can be a good reason. <laughs> one that speaks to your heart, dear. There's, it could be... There's two parts of my heart. <laughs> it could be an enemy, it could be a friend, this friend you seem to care about. It could be your own. No, this is someone who means someone. This is a person who means something to someone I care about. And in case they are forgotten, I want to ask about a person at Camp Half-Blood named Marion. Of course. Mary, and like their eye, like the one eye like floats out of the head into the center. Marion Banal, child, child of Selene. Yeah. And, and a thin cord extends between their fingers. Um, the color is the first thing you notice because as they unfurl it, um, it is like a black-gray twine. Um, as you look at it, there is a subtle like gold speckling to this cord. Um, and so it's like two, like these cords are wrapped around in the center. 
is a silvered cord. Right. Like, as they extend it, it almost seems rigid. Like, it's curled up as it uncurled, like Batman's cape style, like, now it's a glider. Like, ching, now it's like a rod. And as they pull it out, one in the center, just like, wait a moment. Ah, we would have a difficulty cutting this one if we tried. <gasps> Interesting. Ah. And like the eyeball floats back out into the center. So, and then like they dig like around in the socket. Is there anything else we can do for you? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a non-greedy person. I don't know what those people are even called. Um, I would love to be wiser. I would love to be able to not see things before they come. That doesn't make sense. But uh, I now have people I want to protect. it comes to wisdom, yeah. there is something we could share with you about yourself. Oh, God. But it does come with a cost. So I get to know what the cost is? Not unless you agree. Oh, yeah. Go for it. We may not show you the lifeline assigned to you, but maybe we'll give you the name of the file. The name of the what? The, the name of the file. The name of the file. Your real name? Lyra. Oh, yeah. Done. Book. So I'll take what you want. <laughs> um, they, like, grasp hands and, like, this orb floats up to you and like like whereas like your eyes follow it like your eyes cross momentarily and pull back your fate is changed Esme Marie Tallulah what? Esme Marie Tallulah T-O-U-L-U-R-E Esme E-S-M-E yep Marie M-A-R-I-E yep and then T O U L U R E. T O U R L E. L U R E. L. Oh my god. Dyslexia. Tallulah. T O U L U R E. L U. Oh, I see it now. Yeah. Is that. Is this an I am Lord Voldemort? Uh, <laughs> it is not. Because um, it was before, so I didn't know if you were playing a game on me. Your next natural 20 will be a natural one. No! I was wanting them to take the bear claws punishment! No! <laughs> All right. It's not fate-related. No, but it's fun. Because she fucking loves that bear claw. I do. She's doing all this shit for that bear claw just to have it taken. That's great. <laughs> oh, That's and uh, where can I get water? <laughs> <laughs> Speak with Medusa. She handles right, the right, finance. Right. Yeah. She handles the finance. And you like, you like, there's like a grip in your heart as you were kind of like almost compelled to leave as they know your job is done. Right. Uh, yeah. Thank, thank, 
thank you. I don't know if it's a thanking job. Oh, no need, Dom. Uh, Nemesis probably says hi. Walk out the door. Give our best to your mother. Yeah. <laughs> I walk back. How'd it go? Um. Good. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a good. Did you, you know, ask for anything? I yeah. What happened? What'd yeah. you ask for? Well, I asked for a lot. I asked for as many things as possible. I was willing to risk it all. Oh. Um, got my name. Oh, what's your name? Do you have a birthday party? I'll get uh, you a cookie cake. She yeah, I'm officially one. Uh, I don't know my birthday still. Um, but uh, I feel like we're gonna still call me Lyra. This name feels old. What's the name? Esme. Esme. Which I you just hear Palestrade go. <gasps> That just makes sense for great. Thank you, Galen. I'm looking at candles today, like... Keep going. How's it going? Marion's going to be fine. Wait, what, what? Marion. Marion? Yeah. Okay. Esway, Marion. Esway, no. (laughs) What? My middle name isn't Marion. No, I asked for Marion's lifeline. I just... Oh. Oh, They are. Wait, oh. You didn't ask for anything? No. Why not? Because if anything, he's going to try to change his fate. So I thought that was the for sure now. Right? Like, his whole thing yeah. is tempering with gods I mean, and reality and... I mean, but, like, if it's the... I was going to ask about Sunshine Fluffy Boom Boom, but I didn't think that was an exact great time. <laughs> okay, how did you know my elementary school stuff? That was my boyfriend's name. Oh, okay. We have the weird connection there. Yeah, great. Yeah. Great. We're connected. Yep, we are. We are connected. Lyra was dating your stuffed animal. <laughs> Sunshine, fluffy, boom, boom. Well, how? Was that how, the clown? That was the clown. <gasps> you know Sunshine, fluffy, boom, boom. No. Focus on Chang's No, I'm just. This is just such an illuminating story. How? How is Marion? How are they? He's gonna be fine. They are gonna be fine. They're fine. They're gonna be hard to kill. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, we know that. Uh, Next yeah. up is Petrie. No one is plotting to kill them. Wow. I, I got it right that time. So you should get it right. Yeah. Yeah. I will. Every time you, you Petrie, Petrie, get into the fates, is there anything you'd like to do with this long, with this short rest? Um, um, I would. Callie's I just, still reading her book. You're kind of talking to Medusa. Yeah, I would kind of just like to, I would like to sit with Medusa and share the wise words that mm, Nemesis said to me about like kind of being an island. And I want to specifically say the greatest revenge is just surviving. But if um, you need something from us because living in isolation is like killing you um i don't have a way for you to communicate um as you say like that phrase (laughs) to her um she like like she reacts it's been a long time since nemesis told me that nemesis kind of sucks sometimes I just with when she communicates. While they're talking, I, I disagree. Slowly, I'm slowly taking out my whistle. I disagree. I was ready to storm Olympus to try to put a dagger to Zeus's throat for taking the only gift or curse I was left with. And like, she like gestures to her eyes. And Nemesis stopped me. There was nothing to be gained from for me taking on Zeus, but I found a purpose here that all those years of 
punishing demigods and seeking out heroes. Never did. May I have your hand for a moment? I suppose. I put my whistle into her hand. That... It's magical. What is this? That can give you an unseen servant during the day if you would like someone to talk to or to work with if you want it. That is very kind. I'm tempted to make a joke about how most things are unseen to me, but your generosity is uh, very warm. Uh, not one that most people who visit here have. Uh, if she, like, feel like she like, feels the engraving. You mentioned Helios. Mm-hmm. I can tell your demigod he must be your father. He was until he passed. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sure, he was perhaps one of the few good ones. Well, if anything, Apollo has been helping me along the way. And the, one of the first things he's taught me was generosity. A bit brash for my taste, but uh, from what I hear, he's made amends for most of his past. I can't handle it against him. I wouldn't know. Is there anything here that Nemesis <clears throat> gave you? That I could look at or touch? Funny you should mention it. Uh, I set Olympus on high alert when I charged inside to kill the uh, King of the Gods. Um, The only way to escape Olympus was in the Labyrinth. If you have your heart set on venturing that way, um, far be it from me to stop you. Um, Let this be a gift that passes from your mother to me and perhaps back to you. And um, she, like, reaches inside of her robe and pulls out, like, a locket and very uh, passes it to you. Um, the carving on the outside, it looks like a maze has been carved into it. Um, with this, you'll be able to navigate the labyrinth um, to go where you wish. Um, and it'll make it easier to do so. Um, we'll thank her. I'm gonna do a little punch in her shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I literally just do it. Um, I'm gonna do like a nice little like grandma uh, kiss on her cheek. As you like punch her in the shoulder. Yes, you truly are Nemesis's <laughs> daughter. Yeah, uh, and like you kiss on her cheek, and she just like touches a hand to it. Um, so you have a labyrinth charm. Um, you have advantage on survival checks in the labyrinth. You have advantage on encounter checks in the labyrinth. Ooh. And while you are in the labyrinth, you have dark vision. Ooh. That's nice. Yeah. Um, Petra, you may get up and enter the room of the fates. As soon as Petra goes in, I want to start trying to knit a hat as quickly as possible with the celestial lever tool. And does she also accept the the, the whistle? Oh, yeah, she, if you're willing to give it up, give I'm it to her. I'm willing to give it to her. Hold on to it. Um, the uh, Weaver Tools, give me a dexterity check with your proficiency in Weaver's Tools with advantage thanks to the Celestial Knitting Needles. Ta-da-da-da. Please let me make a hat. Okay. 
two natural 20s. Yes, oh my you God. did. Yes, you did. I know the next one's supposed to be a one, but the other one is a 20. Does that work? Oh, my God. Dude, you're fast. Oh, God. I'm taking a picture of that. Oh, my God. Does that work? Like, one natural 20 would turn into a one, but the other natural 20 exists? I'm going to say yeah. Like, that's dope. Uh, describe this hat. I, um, it was exactly what Petrie said he wanted. Um, he has a head that I stared at for an entire plane ride or whatever, but he said he likes the big hats, maybe like those weird Eskimo flappy hats. <laughs> I forgot it was the Derek frame. Uh, yeah, the Derek frame hats, like the Canadian knit kinds. He like listed eight hats he likes, so I would like to take the best of all worlds. Oh, oh my god. god! So like a baseball cap front. He mentioned at one point, like with maybe like a beanie button. It's like a big, like it sits kind of back, almost Rastafarian style, <laughs> but has like the knit flaps. What is this amalgamation? You created. You created this. this. You I wrote them down. You we make this. a manticore of hats. Yeah, yeah. I was making a manticore of hats. Um, I don't know if I can like bless it to exist magically <laughs> but that was my goal with it so if not I can wait till we see King oh Center. my god um, you, your knitting needles give, make sure that you make it very well right. and it's not intrinsically magic but it has potential in the hands of a runesmith sorcerer like okay, and I will wait but I've made it and I, he didn't see me Perfect. Uh, Petrie, um, you walk into this dark room um, with this glowing orb, just like Lyra did. I want to do like a cool guy dance. You do a cool guy dance as you approach as like when the fates you see orb have to see that. (sighs) Welcome. Hiya. Would you like to see the lifeline of someone? Whose lifeline would you like to see here? Um, I don't want to be peeping and see anything about new friends and Esme, as she's now called, was of course. gracious enough to look at Marion. Um, I was wondering if I can see someone who I know kind of what happened, but just maybe how they're currently doing. I was wondering if I could look at my father, Dimitri, if anything, to see how his life was. Yes, of course. And passes it along, Sagman pops it in and like, and stretches it all out. Um, Hey listeners. Sorry about this, but unfortunately our audio setup stopped partway through the recording. However, Petrie asked the fates about seeing the timeline of his father. He learned that his father, who was once his mother, had a very difficult life. The kinks that were in Marion's lifeline are even more present in his parents'. A number of these knots have been frayed, uh, kinked, woven back together um, before his timeline ultimately ended. These kinks imply some sort of anger, a trial of the self um, for someone who 
transitioned in their life. Definitely not uncommon. Petrie also asked for information on Marion and their secret that the fates seemed to know about. Something that could explain the silvery cord that Lyra saw in their timeline. They agreed, and Petrie learned that Marion is a werewolf. Or at least has some werewolf powers, thanks to their parent. However, this information came at a cost. The very next charisma-based check that Petrie has with Marion, he will receive a minus 10 to that check. After speaking with the Fates, he went back out and rejoined his friends, and then it became Galen's turn to enter into the Fates. Uh, so that's figured out. We should have audio back up. Um, sorry about that, everybody. Um, but Galen has now entered into the Fates chamber. Um, so you see the Fates at the table. They have the glowing red eye. As you step inside, they pluck it, Whoa. pop it under their head. Whoa. Ah, welcome, demigod. Hi. We, I'm sure Medusa told you, may show you the lifeline of whomever you choose. Who would you like to see? This is tough. Really quickly before I do any of that, so the three of you, is it past, present, future? How does this work? More of approaches to fate and destiny and time. We see all things in the future, the past and the present. We know how destinies are woven, and off sometimes we can change the flow of it. All that power in one person is far too much. Is it possible to see two lifelines? For a cost. Okay, well the first one that I want to see, I want to see Ethan. Uh, and I want to see possible what he's doing. You can see his life. Seeing what he's doing in the moment is more difficult. Then his life is fine. Of course. Um, they pop the eyeball from, the first one pops the eyeball from its head, passes it to the center. The center is the one who kind of like summons up these strings. Unravels it, and then the third one like goes to explain this string. So, Ethan's cord, um, much like Marion's, was silver and gray. So, like the cord of a demigod, um, that slight shimmer of someone who has celestial blood in them, um, more elaborate than a mortal cord would be. You see, Ethan's um, is made up of like knotted yarns. So the first one goes and where that cord ends, it's tied into like less of a cord and more of like a wire. It's almost like it's like comprised of like rubble itself, like a nerd's rope. It's 
like covered in like rock. I don't know why that's what popped into my head. It's like amazing. It's All like right. an earthen cord that goes for a while, and that is tied into a cord of celestial bronze hanging down. This one's colorful. Yes. Uh, there must be some thing celestial carrying him on now. This was a mortal life. This was life gifted by Gaia, the goddess of the earth. And this one, that one is strange. Do you know if it was gifted to him? Gifting and gifting life is something that we can do. We have not met Ethan. This must be the power of a god. It's much more perturbed, taboo, very odd indeed. Maybe he took it. Maybe he took that power. Took it, entered a pact. Either one could explain it. I mean, he did kill my dad. (laughs) Yes. Even that, with the proper rituals, it may extend a life, but this is even more probably powered by the DSI, but something else created this. Speaking of creation, and I'm just like rubbing my my, my, um, arm guard. Speaking of creation then, um, I want to see the life of my mother. I want to see how she's doing. I haven't seen her in a long time. So, you'd like to witness a second lifeline. This, of course, will come at a cost. One that may seem slight, but I'm sure it will weigh heavily. Perhaps in time. I'll take it. Of course. Um, Roll a d6 for me. It's like, do you want a six or do you want a one? Six. Both. A two. Of course. Freeing up more space. Uh, Your dexterity goes down by one. Um, As they unfurl another lifeline before you. Okay. Um... This cord um, is a black cord, much simpler than the one that you saw Ethan have. Uh Um, This is the cord of a mortal. As they extend this cord, um, there is a golden celestial thread that's kind of like curled up inside, like similar to the one at the end of Ethan's, but it's like intertwined with everything else. As they unfurl it, it dissolves. And you see towards, like, the end of the rope, like, a rope under too much weight. Boink. 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 Until it's barely hanging on. Oh. 
this this cord is nearly ready to be cut. Why? How can, how can I fix it? Is there a way to fix it? There has to be something. There is a way. What's the way? Time, given, as you saw, is terrible. But time can be gifted. It's a lot for a son to give his mother, but you could give a portion of your cord to strengthen hers. Come on, mama's boy. Can I see my cord? Would you like to? Yes. Roll a d6. Oh, my boy! Like, you also accidentally lowered it by two, just so you know. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it, goes, it goes about down down by one. Your modifier doesn't go down by one. Okay. So, like, if you were at 17, it goes down to 16. It okay. doesn't go down, like, yeah, it was plus on four 16. to plus three. Okay, cool. Thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Bobby, for catching up. Thank you, thank you. Well, I saw you type it, I was like, that's wrong. <laughs> Unless you're all two right now. I know exactly what he's doing. I know exactly what he's doing. He got out of <laughs> uh, so your dexterity goes down by another one. Okay, so now it's now it's at fourteen. Yeah, and the uh, fate in the center passes your mom's cord very gingerly to the third one, and then opens your cord. Um, it is a like the silvery gray um, that Ethan started as. Um, as they unfurl it. Um, it lacks the fraying nature of your mother. It doesn't have the knots like Ethan. There's no, like, celestial intertwined into it. Um, it seems to be a, like, demigod's cord. Oh, my God. Um, as, like, as they unfurl it, like, it doesn't always mean, like, it's not, like, 80 years long. Yours is, like, shorter than your mother's is currently because you are younger than your mother. I take the arrow out, the, the other arrow out of my arm piece, point it at them, and I say, if I cut a piece of my string, hypothetically, will this last her 20 years, 30 years? That's for fate to decide, but she will last longer. And rest assured, they like pull out a pair of shears. We can handle the cutting. This is not to be taken lightly, but it may be the only thing to save her. Do it. Um, the red eye like pops out, splits into three lights. And that covers in front of all of them. Roll three D four for me. This one. I'm stressed. Out of my mind. It's not even my story. I'm stressed. There we go. Roll high. Roll low. Roll middle. Four, four, and one. Pick two of those. (laughs) It's like well, one. Roll fours. Um, you see as they, like, your cord is, like, yay long, and your mom's is a little bit longer with, like, the fraying bit and, like, sort of, like, towards the bottom. 
they kind of nod at you and the first one holds the shears and like cuts off there's like a slight small portion of yours and like it unravels in air and wraps around the fraying knot of your mother um how old is Galen? He is, I think he's 20, 22. Uh, Galen is 14. <laughs> he's a baby! Ah! You're the youngest! As you uh, gift your mother eight years of your life. Oof. He got back. Oh my god, I can't wait for him to walk back. He's chubby. He's chubby. He's chubby. He's chubby. He's gonna be going through puberty. <gasps> <laughs> he's not gonna be chubby. He's gonna be a lot so slimmer than when he looks. He's gonna be a lot oh slimmer. <laughs> he's gonna be a lot slimmer than what he looks like now, for sure. Though slimmer, you gotta go all through all that baby fat. Well, he was surviving in the woods for this long time. So okay. he has like the scrawny nature of like. <laughs> like a crackhead teenager. Sort of like, oh god. Where's is that bad here? Where like your body's like, <laughs> <You're> just like <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so wait. I'm just imagining Kiruto from Sword Art after he wakes up. It's from. better than him gaining eight years. Can you imagine this thirty year old walking around like, Hey guys? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I just wanna buy a yoga. No. <laughs> Leaf, go back in. Don't just get messed up. Right. Okay, so wait. What's wrong with my voice? <laughs> oh, holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, this isn't good. Oh, this is really bad. Eh, it could be. Could not be. Oh, it's kind of loose now, though. So what just happened? You can rest assured that your mother will survive a few more years thanks to your sacrifice. Yay! <laughs> but what does that mean for me? Um, you have gifted years that you have lived. The good ones, the memories of your mother. You're not going to die eight years sooner. Oh. Death is random. But those memories are what powered her oh. extension. Great. And they pull out like a safety lollipop you get at the bank and offer it to the dumb dumb. Take it, take off the wrapper and I just stick it in my mouth. <laughs> well, could always have been worse. I could have gotten older. <laughs> it's not all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> And uh, in your heart, you are and in your heart, you are compelled to exit this room, as like the fates know that like your time with them is finished. Okay. And that's where we'll end it for this episode. Well, half bloods, I told you to be dangerous. I don't blame you if you run away right now. Until next time. We've been Dyson Demigods. Bring on the real world.